Welcome to the Above the Rim Podcast, Episode 6. Brought to you by your host, Justin, a.k.a. Just Blaze. And I got my man Ray Jarvis here from Car Sessions back again. Yeah, yeah. It's good to be back. Appreciate you coming back, my brother. You already. The people have spoken, <laughs> and they love the episode from that week. It's that a lot week, of pressure, man. <laughs> <laughs> that week, if you remember, Ray was on... I think it was episode four, if I'm not mistaken, the yep. Clutch Gene. We had a hell of an episode talking about all the superstars and their Clutch Jeans. Yeah. IT versus John Wall. Mm-hmm. We had a serious discussion. That was an excellent episode, man. So, so what you got for us this week, man? Ah, this week. Well, first of all, as you know, the Western Conference. Yeah. It's a little shaken up right now. It's late mm. in the season. In mm. March. Mm. Got some injuries. I don't know how I feel about the West, man. Ooh, the West is getting a little sticky now. Hey. First injury, as you know, is Kevin Durant. True. Injures his knee off of Gortat. Gortat. Happens since. While, while we were doing the show, mind you. While, uh, thank you. While we were doing the show, he fell right on him, and it was terrible. But huh. I'm not going to lie, I wasn't that upset. Clip I am a City, Clipper Chip fan. City. <laughs> <laughs> Clip City, Chip City. <laughs> but exactly. So KD got hurt. Also, recently this week, Lamarcus Aldridge has a heart condition. Right. Kawhi Leonard gets in concussion protocol. Right. So there's a lot of injuries going on in the West right now. It's it's a big shakeup in the West, man. A it's, huge it's, shakeup. If I'm a Western Conference team, not in San Antonio or Golden State, I'm looking at the standards like, all right. Who else is going to get hurt here? Because we, we, we live right now. Exactly. So it, do you think now that the West is wide open with those two injuries? Or so-so is still I'm, locked up? I'm not up. willing to say wide open. Okay. I'm willing to say it's slightly open season. It's not a full-out clearance sale, okay. but it's a 20% off sale in the Western Conference. <laughs> so if I'm like the Clippers, I'm like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. They hurt? We live. I got a coupon. Let me get that 20% off. We that, can probably get in there. Okay, that means it's game time. Right. Man. That means it's game time. You know, so if I'm if I'm a Western Conference team, I'm interested. If I'm an Oklahoma City Thunder and, and, and the, the Warriors keep tumbling, mm-hmm. they might be open. If mm-hmm. I'm the Rockets, who I believe are slept on, mm-hmm. that, that 20% off sale is looking real good right now. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm looking at it. It's not a full-out open season clearance sale on the West, but it's definitely a sale that teams could take advantage of. Oh, okay. I definitely hear what you're saying there. So, I'm going to throw out a scenario. I think the Spurs will honestly overtake the Warriors for that number one seed. Okay. I think the Warriors will fall to two, Rockets three, Clippers four. Right. Which paves the way for the Clippers maybe to make that run. I think the playoff race will be a real shakeup if the Spurs play, let's say, the Blazers, Mm -hmm. who I think is going to get the eighth seed. Let's, and then after that, which the dream matcher would be, will be the Warriors at two and the Thunder at seven. Hmm. Here's, here's what I think. Oh, That's a dream on. first round. Here's what I think the injuries have done mm-hmm. to the top two teams in the Western Conference. I look at it as you're a team. You Okay, we're sports fans. We, we like basketball. Uh-huh. If the Clippers were the number one seed, as much as we like competition, you're looking at teams that you don't want to play because they make your job a little bit harder to eliminate them. It's all about matchups. Right. So if I'm in that situation and teams are getting hurt, yeah. 
I believe that the path to the conference finals and the finals gets harder if they flip positions. Because now you're telling me if I'm the Warriors, I have to play Golden State. I mean, uh, wait, the both, path gets harder for who? Both teams. I'm going there for the Warriors and, and the, Spurs? the Spurs. Yes. If they swap. Yes. Oh, okay. Because it's interesting. If you play OKC in the first round, mm-hmm. and your team is a bit off in terms of chemistry, chemistry. Let's say KD is rusty. Steph hasn't been Steph really all season, with the exception of a few spurts. Mm-hmm. I don't think I want to play a hungry Westbrook in the first round. Exactly. And then after that, you have to go deal with the Rockets. Exactly. James Harden been mad since 2015. Mm-hmm. And this is the best team he's had without Dwight Howard. Exactly. That series might run a little bit longer. So now you're exhausting too much energy as you go deeper into the playoffs. That's true. Portland might not beat the Spurs. They're not going to beat the Spurs. But to me, you're telling me Dame Lillard and McCullough are not going to give them a good run? I that think would, so. Th- that would be a five-game series. Five, if maybe, that. Maybe six. Could be depending a Depending on the pace. I think for the Blazers, I think the worst case scenario for the Blazers is for the Spurs to get that one seed. I think they match up better with the Warriors. I don't know. But I think, I really think the Thunder match up well with the Warriors. Okay. I think the the Thunder's strength is what? Interior presence. Interior defense. Exactly. Rebounding. Exactly. Inside scoring. What are the Warriors? Warriors' weakness? Front line. Front line. Two years running. Interior defense. Can you really rely on JaVel McGee? Oh, can you rely on, on him? What are you, Shaq now? You, can you, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean can, you rely, can you rely on Zaza Pachulia? In a playoff series to go against the burly Steven Adams. Okay. Taj Gibson. If you're talking banging Panther. bodies, maybe. But I don't even know why I'm even going into detail because I don't think the Thunder would win anyway. No, so. but we're talking about exerting energy. Exactly. So that's, that's why exactly what I'm I was concerned about the Spurs. Weaken them for the next right. round. Because I think the Portland the, the Trailblazers will push the tempo against the Spurs. Mm. And then your Clippers. I don't think it's a guarantee that the Clippers lose to the Spurs. I think the Clippers are alive against the Spurs. Are you kidding me? I'm serious. Woo! Because a, listen, I was getting ready to say how we match up against the Spurs. This is why I'm saying Perfectly. them swapping spots changes the it's, whole dynamic of the playoffs. And the entire dynamic of the playoffs. Because people don't realize how huge this is. Yes. It's because I, I had a whole argument with my man William Martin and I told him everybody loves the Spurs. But in the playoffs, when teams push the pace and the series gets deeper, they get beat because yes. they, they're not more athletic enough. Kawhi yes. can't do it by himself. Thank you. You're slow. You when they spread the floor. And they shoot and they run. The Spurs are dead. The Spurs OKC are vulnerable in the playoffs. You guys did it two years ago. All four games y'all won. Did, all three of the four y'all won against the Spurs two years ago with blowouts. Exactly. Because they couldn't deal with them. And we won. We took games on at home floor. Right. We went in San Antonio and beat right. them off of Austin Rivers game. So why can't they do that this year? You we guys, sure can. This is, this is a possibility. They blow the team up if this doesn't go right. So everybody has something to lose on that Clipper team. If I'm the Spurs, I don't know if I want to deal with the Clippers. Definitely don't. Frankly. So I think them swapping, swapping spots... That that twenty percent off sale makes things live in the West. It sure does, man. So you see the West shaking out. I see this. Wait, honestly, let me ask you. Do you see the Spurs taking the number one seed? I think. I think you saw my post on the book mm-hmm. on, on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I think the sports gods are with the Golden State Warriors. That that I saw that. Yeah. Lamarcus Aldridge heart issue I changes the game. But I I don't think I think he'll be back though way before the playoffs. But those those wins that they could have been piling up, we don't know. Yeah, but the Warriors are reeling right now. They're a little suspect. True. They're a little hurt in the interior right now. I think True. their psyche took a little bit of a hit. You saw what Iguodala was doing in the media with, with, yeah. the, with the racial slurs yeah. and things of that nature. They're cracking right yeah, now. Yeah, they're cracking right so, now. Sh- they're showing chinks in their arm. Yes. 
This Chinks is the pressure that teams that are expected to win usually show this time of the year where things aren't going the way they think it will go. Exactly. But let's not get crazy now. They only have 14 losses. Yes, but still, playoffs is a different ball game. True. You know what the nightmare matchup in the West is? What's that? The Grizzlies. Mm, I think the Grizzlies can beat any of the top four teams in a playoff series. True. When you got Marcus Saul, when you got the interior presence that Z-Bow. they have, Marcus Saul, Zebo. I'm a little worried about Chandler Parsons because I don't see him holding up. He took the money, man. <laughs> I mean, that's one of the biggest heists ever. Ever. Yo. Ridiculous. Max money to do nothing. To do nothing. But, okay. I mean, I still think they can offset that. I think they can take each one of those teams to a seven-game series. They and can. a seven-game series in the first round is huge. Huge. That weakens you from when you play one of those top four teams. this is what we saw exactly. with Golden State last year. Steph Nee literally fell off. And exactly. then he wins seven games against and OKC. Only, it only takes one slip. There it is. One slip. One knee jerk. One one plant coming down from a dunk and you plant wrong. And it's over. And the entire you playoffs know, has changed. He couldn't dribble around Tristan Thompson in the finals last year. Exactly. He couldn't lift he, for a layup. He couldn't get his shot off. He couldn't do Kevin anything. Kevin Love played perimeter defense against um, him. And he was eviscerating bigs last year up exactly. until his knee got hurt. Exactly. So you don't want to be in situations where series are getting long and you're not 100% and you have to play more games than you need to play, that can ruin the championship season for you. Of course. It most definitely does. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, so like we said, we're going to do another playoff preview. Right. But, um, boy, the West, these are monumental moments that are happening like to the West I'd like to reconvene. Right Let's see how the West shakes out before the playoffs. Right before the playoffs. It might be totally off different. Sale. That's, I'm about to hashtag that. 20% off in the West <laughs> right now, man. 20% off sale. <laughs> so, like we said, so the West is going to get sticky this year. So, yep. one topic... That I wanted to dive into this week. I feel like there's a lot of debate going on between right. the difference between a star and a superstar. Right. If you recall, the Mavericks played the Thunder re- most recently. Mm-hmm. Mark Cuban had some interesting comments about Russell Westbrook. He said Russell Westbrook is not a superstar. And then you get Alvin Gentry calling Kawhi. He could be the second coming of Jordan. Wow. You know? So those are controversial comments. So I said, you know what? What is he talking about? That was Alvin Gentry. No, that was Gentry. (laughs) He compared him to his anus. Wow. I pumped the brakes a little bit on that, Kawhi. Kawhi is good, but pump the brakes on that. I don't know about that. So you never know. So when I heard that, I'm like, man, there's a lot of differing opinions on what a star is and what a superstar is. Okay. Right? So how am I going to go? I wrote down different characteristics that I feel a star. You know star. what? I don't like when you pick that paper because I feel like I'm getting set up when that paper goes in your hand, man. Oh, <laughs> you, know, you know I come with the info. Yeah. I come with the info. I got I to gotta come correct now. <laughs> so what I think, because I had to think a little bit though, because you, when you think about it, there's a lot of stars in the league, but right. are they really a superstar? I think superstars are another tier True. of a star. I feel like you have to graduate in order to be a superstar. So a star to me is somebody who gets good individual stats. They're very high-level contributor to the team. Someone who has a great overall skill set and maybe one or two elite skills. Meaning they they might be an elite defender. They might be an elite offensive star. They might be an elite three-point shooter. Mm -hmm. Elite penetrator. An elite post player. Right. Right? But he would generally be the second option on a championship team. Second or third. Could be third as well. 
but and also he's obviously to me someone you can market right in terms of advertising selling merchandise now a superstar I think there are very few players in the league who make it to superstar level right I think there's guys who not only kill teams by themselves they also make everyone around them better number one mere presence on the floor makes everybody better yeah I think there are a tad a step up from the norm of normal stars in the league I think a superstar's box office as my man Stephen A says they put butts in the seats that's an important part some are also that you can market and I think most importantly he's the first option on a championship team agreed and also I think a superstar gets unanimous respect from his peers when you think about unanimous respect, that's something underrated. I think in basketball, to your point about unanimous, mm-hmm. that's where, all right, I'm nice. I know I could play. This dude over here is nicer than me or as good as me. That's where that unanimous respect comes But in. it has to be stars saying that. Right. People who have the utmost confidence. Exactly. The utmost ego. It's, up, it's not Joe Schmag on, on, at the bottom of the barrel saying exactly. this dude is nice. It's a dude who's super nice saying, yo, that, that boy is good. You exactly. know what I mean? Yeah. That boy, he does a great job on right. his team. He might maybe a little better than I do on my own team. Exactly. That's a, that's a, that's a step up. So, do you think there's a, a a big difference between a star and a superstar, or a little difference? I think there's a big difference between star and superstar. Okay. I'm going to take you to a place real quick. Mm-hmm. We had the conversation episode four yep. about clutch, and you asked me about Jimmy Butler. Oh, and yeah. I think a part of me was saying he's not clutch because I don't view Jimmy Butler as a superstar. Which I disagree with I think with. Jimmy's a star. I oh, think, I meant the clutch factor. Right, right. Okay. You disagree on the, yeah, clutch, the clutch factor. But that's that's what I was thinking when you asked yeah. the question. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, for Star, you can have a team where he's the best player. He gets marketed as the best player. He gets a commercial or two. He gets the last shot because he's the guy on the team. Mm-hmm. But he's not necessarily a superstar. He's I don't, not the only clutch player on this team. True indeed. True indeed. He has a Dwayne Wade. He does. But... To me, it's just like he's the guy. So out of respect, and that's the coach politics, they give him the ball to take the, the last shot. Is he clutch? I don't know. But he's the star, so he gets that respect. Okay. But I'm not spending bread in terms of your box office point mm-hmm. to go see a Jimmy Butler. I could watch him on TV and be okay. But Jimmy Butler can get you 50. He, he has could. done it before. He's done it before. But I think Jimmy Butler, as an example of a star, is a second option okay. on a championship team. Okay. That's what I'm looking at it as. Okay. So that's how I'll answer your question about star. Okay. There's a lot of stars in the NBA. There's a lot mm-hmm. of guys who can play, mm-hmm. who are really good, who are the face of their franchise, but I'm not spending paper to see them. I'm not checking for them, okay. but they put up pretty decent numbers. But they put up stats. Right. Exactly. That's how I look at it. And, and a lot of people can put up stats on a bad team. Yes. Many players. You see it all the time. You used to say before, I remember you said somebody got to get the shots. Somebody got to get the shots. Yeah. So that means those points are coming from somewhere. Exactly. You that's, know? That's true. That's true. So that's why I, I look at I look at the league. I don't think there's many superstars, man. Oh, I'm not a, at all. I'm not I might get pushed back from a very short list of superstars. Right. There's going to be some pushback to that. Very short, yeah. But to me, in terms of this particular era, this is not old head job talking mm. about back in my day. Nah, this is just looking at what it is. I feel like there were more box office players 10 years ago than they are right now. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I think there's been a, a colossal drop-off. Major. Of superstar talent 
from the 80s, 90s, 2000s. You would think with the internet, now. it would be easier to make more superstars. Yeah. You know? But maybe the internet and the watering down of the league has made it so that it you be. can't break through that glass ceiling of superstar unless exactly. you win a chip. And I blame a lot of the media for that, too. You got to be a champion to be a superstar. And that's also, you know? they put too lofty of expectations. Right. It's impossible. On. It's only one championship to go around. Exactly. So how can everybody be a superstar? It's only you know? one championship to go around. It's 30 teams fighting to get that chip. Right. And it's not only about you. It takes a team to win, as we've learned. Yeah. You can't win it on your <laughs> this own. This is a super team era. Exactly. You got to have a squad to win you a gotta chip. You got to team up. Yes. Other trend, and I think also there's been a major drop off in generational talents. Oh, yeah. There's only a few. Yeah. Ge- like LeBron, he's a generational. He's a talent. creative player. <laughs> exactly. Kobe, generational right. talent. Your K- boy, the Mamba. The Black Mamba. Exactly. A generational talent. Jordan. Yes. Generational talent. I think KD Bird, could Magic. Be, but I think going with Steph is gonna it changes the whole perspective. Oh, we yeah. know what it is. We watch ball. Of course. But the perspective of Kevin Durant changed the minute he went to OK. I mean, to Golden State. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the perception that, of him changed a it's lot. It's tough. Like you said, that that's a big statement you made. Generation, generational talent. Generational not talent. Many of those right now. You always search for it in the draft, but you never really know. Exactly. What do you th- What do you think? LeBron was LeBron was taking over, not taking over, but LeBron was putting in work his first year. Yeah, he was twenty 25 and five. Yeah. First year. Yeah. I remember watching his first game against the Sacramento Kings when he had that dunk in those uh, LeBron. You knew what it was day one with LeBron. You knew this guy got it. You knew Melo had it, but Melo maybe. Melo's the worst decision maker of all time in the NBA. Yeah. We're not going to get into that. Yeah. (laughs) That's another issue for (laughs) another. You know, CP, your man's generational talent. Yeah. But he's had some bad luck. Yeah, he's had some bad luck. You know what I'm saying? And but, it definitely depends on luck as well. Absolutely. Oh, man. Absolutely. We, I, the thing is, you talk basketball, we have these arguments with people every day. They don't understand that to win a championship, it's not just about talent. Yeah. You got to get breaks. You got to be in the right situation. You got to be in the right system with the right coach, with the right... Everything has to be All coinciding with, with, with the next part to make things work. Exactly. You know? And a lot of guys aren't that lucky. And that makes this, this conversation we're having about star and superstar kind of compelling because... A guy might say CP3 is not a superstar. I know. I know CP3 is a superstar, but there's people that say his his resume doesn't scream yep. superstar. Yeah, there's definitely some. There's a lot of naysayers, right? Because they only attribute winning to superstar status. Exactly. So it all I depends. Don't like that. It all depends on how you view, how much you view winning, how much stock you put into winning right. chips. You can win games, but some people put more stock into chips as you usually do. So what I'm gonna do now is I'm gonna run off. A couple stars. Okay, this is where we're going to upset some people. Exactly. So we're both going to debate if you think the person is a star okay. or superstar. Right. So I wrote down, of course, number one, we're going to start with the king, LBJ. Of course. Star, superstar, unanimous. The highest order, as Stephen A would say. The highest order. The number one superstar in the league. It's, I, I don't even think they should be number two. We should just go to the three because to put somebody next to LeBron right now is a little disrespectful. It's a little disrespectful yeah. to put it, but still the media would try to put other people oh, on his stratosphere. Steph. Steph, which we're going to get to. Speaking of that, Steph, we're going to go right there. Steph, star or superstar? Steph has proven to me he's a superstar. Okay. Steph proven to you a superstar. Yeah. But Steph Curry, I have an asterisk Why is next that? to Steph Curry's. I think he is a superstar, mm-hmm. but because of the arrival of KD, right. I think Steph Curry took a step back yeah. as far as his superstar status. Yeah. yeah. When yeah. I when you think about a Steph Curry, I think he has the talent to 
go to another team and transcend another team, transcend another franchise if he was to leave. I just but, think that Pete, the, when the Warriors are clicking, mm-hmm. it's going to be more about what Steph does than what KD does. You think and so I, in the playoffs? Yeah. I think if Steph is cooking in the playoffs, nobody will beat the Golden State Warriors. We're recording this. It's on record. So if you think it comes down to Steph, Steph in the postseason? Okay, I might agree with you there. what Steph does is Depending tough on to how defend. He plays. And, and if he's hitting those shots and he's spacing the floor to a way where defense is not willing to go out 30 to stop Steph and spread them out completely, what can you do mm-hmm. against the Warriors? Okay. When they were winning 73, is because the space was immaculate. Mm-hmm. And as the space began to shrunk, they became easier to defend. And, when, and Steph was a non-factor that torpedoed their championship season. Sure is. So to me, Steph is a superstar because what he brings to the floor, when it's clicking, you mm-hmm. can't deal with them. See, I agree with you. I think he's a superstar talent. talent. Okay, okay. That's why I put the asterisk. I think he's Ooh. a superstar talent. But to me, a superstar. <laughs> the talent on that. <laughs> a superstar has a lot more attributes. True. When I think of a star, I still think what one of the things that I wrote down a superstar has to be is he has to be a leader of men. Men. When Ooh. I say a leader of men, LeBron. A leader of men. Come on, Justin. You can't do. You can't hit me with logic like that. I man. gotta. I mean, it's a part of being a superstar. You're it's right. the next tier. You're when right. you're talking superstar, you're talking. You're talking almost perfect. It's bigger than basketball. It's bigger than basketball. Okay. You have to be able to to rally a team in times. Would LeBron? He showed a lot to me mm-hmm. coming back from three one. Sure. He showed a lot of resolve. I mean, I always knew LeBron was a leader, but the way he transforms players, the way he transformed J.R. Smith. From a Nick reject, chumpered a <laughs> Nick <tape>. reject, <laughs> Nick's tape. When he took those Nick's rejects, he he's like you said, the stink of Nick yes. they had on him. He yes. wiped the stink of Nick he off did. of them. He did. He made yeah. Jr. got married. Mm-hmm. He's playing a role. And the and the and to think about it, the Knicks were begging the Cavs to take Jr. in a deal. So let me play devil's advocate here. Yeah. KD's having the best season of his I was getting career. ready to KD next. You don't think that the presence of Steph Curry has done more for KD than all his years at Russell Westbrook? More for KD? Look at the numbers. Mm. You're a stats guy. You're so disrespectful. I think he's disrespectful right there. I think he does career less. High, I think he took KD stock down. Career high field goal percentage. He is. I think he's more efficient this year. Why do you think? He's more efficient this year because he's getting the ball in different spots. Because they have to account for Steph. They can't just deal with KD. Which is true. Which is true. A better team, better shooters, better space, better movement, better pick and pop action. True. Better down screens. True. I agree. So do you think KD is a star or a superstar? KD is a superstar. I got him as a superstar as well. We saw what they were doing when they were healthy. He's a superstar. And they still haven't figured it out together. So that shows you when they do figure it out, don't even watch basketball that's true KD KD I give a, I, I'm you not going to get to KD he upsets me this is to your point because I love that you said that because I've used that phrase leader of men mm-hmm. I think the issue here mm-hmm. is that they're superstar talents but neither KD or Steph are leader of men yeah they're not alphas they're not alphas they're not alphas they're that's high my, level betas. that's why I got an asterisk and that's the both they're okay. not alphas right. to me that's a problem that's that is, you can't win the chip with with alpha talent and beta personality. That's the reason why him and Russ couldn't coexist. Right. Because Russ is an alpha, but he was the beta talent. Right. But he had the alpha personality. I actually took that from Max Kellerman. He said Russell was the beta, the beta talent, talent. but the alpha personality. Yeah. Which I think was their part. Was was their reason that they had to depart. So. We're that's gonna a, go- and that's that's mm-hmm. that. 
it's tough to win that way when yeah. when, when the roles are not completely defined. Of course, you know yeah, exactly when you have like for instance, if we played ball together, and I know you're KD, and I know you're 50, 40, 90. Why am I coming up the court and just taking a shot and not giving you the rock? Exactly. I'm supposed to be feeding you 50, 40, 90, the most efficient player, arguably of all time, and I'm not giving you the ball exactly. because I got that alpha mentality, but it's stopping us from winning the chip. Exactly. So they had to split apart, to your point. Exactly. I talk about this all the time with my man Dominique all the time. We talk about Russell Westbrook because that's one of his favorite players. I, you know and I'm we, on the anti-Westbrook yeah, campaign. Yeah, you're on the anti-Westbrook <laughs> campaign, and he's a big Westbrook fan, yeah. but we always question his decision-making. Terrible. His decision-making is what matter of fact, since we on Russ, we might as well go to Russ. Let's Do you consider it. Russ a star or a superstar? Russell Westbrook, to me, has proven he's a superstar for the mere fact that all things considered with what we don't like about Westbrook, his game on the court has them in the playoffs, has them not just at 500, but his above His individual 500. talent. His individual talent has gotten him there. To me, I look at this season much like the Kobe 0506 season where Kobe decided, all right, y'all not putting respect Wait, on my name. Wait, he had Swish, Smush, Smush Parker? Parker and Kwame Brown. Smush? Jeez. We have Brian Cook. Brian Cook, Chris Mim. I can name T.M. Brown. I can name Slava Medvedenko. Slava. They won 45 that year because Kobe decided I'm going to take my respect. And that's the one thing I'm going to give to Westbrook. This year, he decided this triple double I got to stop you right there. What's up? Sasha Vujacic. You're stabbing me right now, man. That was a tough. And we should have beat the Suns that year. Kwame Brown. But carry on. But Westbrook has a better squad. But it's the fact that he's decided I'm taking this all myself. And I'm doing the triple. Again, I can't take the triple-double away. I just believe that if he chose to involve his teammates more, they'd be better. But he's showing that he's a superstar. He's becoming more and more box office with every game. Okay. He's must-see. Okay. I, I got him as a superstar okay. with an asterisk Ast as well. Oh, boy. What's up, man? Because I feel like Russell needs to increase his leadership capabilities. Right. I think his basketball IQ could be a little higher as right. we talk about his fourth quarter decision making. Mm -hmm. I think as the point guard of the team, as the leader of that team, right. I think he needs to make his teammates a lot better. I think he needs to involve his teammates a little more instead of stat chasing slightly. Even though he gets those 10, 11, 12 assists, right. I think what he gets are selfish assists oh. that Rondo used to get. Preach. Rondo used to get selfish assists, Preach. meaning that I'm going to dribble around for 18, 21 seconds out of the clock, and I'm going to pass the ball when I want to pass you the ball, and I need you to take the shot when I tell you to take the shot. So now, can I start some trouble here? Go on ahead. The show? Can I start a little trouble? I believe that there's certain players in the NBA who are superstar talents. That is the trigger word for this episode. Superstar talents, but I believe that and a lot of guys are going to get wrong, the message boards, whatever. I don't care. Certain players, the, what they do best is just not championship quality. Yeah. If you turn their volume up to the max and get the best out of them, you can't win a chip with them. And I think Westbrook is that kind of, that kind of talent. I don't think that if he does what he wants to do to the highest level, you can ever win a title with him. But, and the question is, is he willing to take a step back for the greater good of the title? And we saw with KD that the answer is a partial no. Mm. Well said. I agree. You know? I guys agree. Guys just feel like stats win chips. Nah, sometimes you got to 
position yourself. You have to will your role players, as right. Shaq says, the others. You yes. have to will the others and, and in order to win. That? How do you do that? By giving them the ball. Exactly. You have to give the Steve Kerr's yes. the ball, the Robert Ory's, the Ron Harper's. Yep. Yep. Gotta give those. Yep. The Rick Foxes. You gotta give them the ball. Look at, gotta look, propel them. Let's steal another Max Kellerman point since we, we he, he's giving us some good info. I rock with you because you listen to Max. You don't let Stephen A. distract you. I actually dislike Max, but I'm That's gonna my guy because he makes a lot of sense. Okay. He's more analytical. Hey, I'm an analytical guy. Okay. That's, that, that's, that's, that's the bait of my mm-hmm. existence, mm-hmm. you know? But um, how I look at it is Rondo, when they won the championship, wasn't necessarily the focal point of the team. Yeah. Once he became stat chasing Rondo, they didn't win anything. Yeah. So you, you got to understand that in order to win a championship, you have to play your role and maximize that role. Okay. Not just be the superstar. You have to be a star in your role. Ex- oh, yo, my man. Yes. <laughs> can, can, can I get that sound one more time, man? Thank you. You gotta be a star in your just role. Just blazes that guy. <laughs> you gotta be a star, star in, in your, your role, role. I'm gonna man. steal that and I'm gonna quote you, man. Both teams play hard. Both teams play God hard. Bless yes. God yes. bless and good night. Yes. You gotta be a star in your role. That's Actually, I'm not gonna take credit for that. You know where I got that from? What's that? The Honorable Glenn Doc Rivers. Man, that's yours now. That's yours. <laughs> that's yours now. You had to be. You gotta be a star <laughs> in your role. So let's get back onto who we think is a star superstar. Okay. So here we go. I'm gonna run through these mellow star superstar. He's now a star. He's now a star. Yes. Okay, I agree with you. I think he's a star. He used to be a superstar, superstar. Yeah. But now he's a star. Blake Griffin, star or superstar? Star. Star. I'm not sure if Blake has ever been a superstar. Okay, I agree with you. I go star as well. CP3, the point guard, star, superstar. He's in, in purgatory. He's somewhere in the oh, middle between star and superstar. So disrespectful. Yeah. A little disrespectful. I think this okay. postseason we will know where he what his trajectory is. Okay. Is he still a superstar or early exit in the playoffs? That star begins to fade and he's with Melo in on that level of star. Former superstar. Okay, this is I, I agree with you. This is a make or break season. Yes. I do agree with you. I'm gonna go superstar because I do feel Of course you would. <laughs> of course I would. I know I'm a little biased, but also I, I still feel like he's a leader of men, which right. I think is important to be a superstar. So now we're gonna go Anthony Davis, star or superstar. He's a star with superstar potential. I'm gonna go star for Anthony Davis. No superstar. He's a star. He has a lot of individual talent. Yes. But I think he needs to grow as far as his leadership. He's still young. Sure. 22, 23 years old. He still needs to grow. DeMarcus Cousins, star or superstar? Star. Star, easily to me. I don't even got to hesitate for that. Exactly. Kawhi Leonard, claw, star or superstar? He's a superstar. You can't take it away from him. I got superstar with an asterisk. Because I feel like he lacks... Marketability. Uh, I don't think he's box office. No. So to me, one of my criteria to be a superstar, you gotta be box office. So you don't think playing for the Spurs hurts his marketability? I feel I, like it, you it know, definitely does. But Spurs tape is just not. But, remember, stars. remember last episode, uh, Rel and Alvin, they didn't. They think Kawhi might be a product of the system. Do you think he's a product of the system? I or? think that they're disrespectful. Then, okay. Because what he so does, and you you know what's funny? We had the conversation about Kawhi, and then lo and behold, the night the episode dropped, step back, fade away for the win. It wasn't no system hitting that fade away. That was an ISO. That was all ISO. You know, 
I'm seeing a lot more ISO on the wing from Kawhi with the Spurs than you know, we ever you, seen. You know, you know I gotta pull your card on because when we had the clutch gene, you told me Kawhi's not clutch. Hey, and I had to eat it. As the okay. facts changed, so does my Remember, opinion. Remember, I texted you that night. You did. And I said, did. check out my man Kawhi. He he did it on Paul George that he night. Did. He a did. couple weeks and, later. And that was my pick. Mm, and that was your pick. <laughs> so I had to eat the pie. You know, I'm not I'm not gonna fight it. He he proved me wrong. Exactly. I like that. Exactly. You know, and to me, it's like when guys make plays like that, already a finals MVP. He's not running some. They, put it this way: they do run a pace and space offense in San Antonio. Sure, but Popovich has allowed him to flourish in the isolation situations. To where, what kind of system are you running that's benefiting from ISOs? Mm-hmm. He's doing that. He's doing it on the wing. He's doing it from the top of the key. He's doing it on a block. That's not no system. That's him showing I'm nicer than these dudes. Yeah, that is. So he he's a superstar, and he's not a. To me, he could go anywhere right now, average 24 to 26. Definitely. Anywhere. I agree. James Harden, star, superstar. Superstar, and he's box office. Okay, superstar with an asterisk. I think he's one-dimensional. Oh. I think he can be a two-way player. James sure. Harden doesn't play good for defense. Sure. For sure, Are you going to put James Harden in your but best? how many superstars actually play defense? LeBron James. How many? I ain't saying they don't have Kevin happen. Durant. Eh, KD's not a... CP3. Okay. Kawhi Leonard. Four. There's only four superstars. That's it. Or oh, five that I just named. Whatever. Giannis. Oh, Star superstar. I'm not even sure if he's a star yet. Okay. I think he's a burgeoning star. Okay. Jimmy Butler, star superstar. Definite star. I give him that. Paul George, star superstar. Star. I agree with you. Star for all three of those. Giannis Butler and PG, star. Isaiah Thomas, star superstar. Tough one. Purgatory. Mm. I I think right. He's having that that explosive season that sometimes players don't even have to stay on the star tier. The season is so big that if he keeps it going, he's gonna go right to superstar because he's marketable. And he's five foot nine, he's small, he's averaging damn near 30 a night, he's in Boston, he's flourishing. So he doesn't even need, he can skip that line. So right now he's in purgatory only because I believe he's approaching superstar status. I 100% agree. I had him as superstar with an asterisk only okay. because I think he needs to improve his defense a little better. For sure. Which might be a little troubling, but it's okay. But I think he's a leader as well. He took the franchise on his back and I think he empowers his teammates to play a lot better. And I got, I got I, I'm, I'm a little upset with you, man. Okay. You put an asterisk next to James Harden. Harden has had the Rockets in the conversation three years running, man. You, you Asterisk or not, you, you got to give him Conversation that. for what? Western Conference Finals He was the AC last ago. year. Wasn't his fault. They, he was the reason they even made the playoffs it Wasn't his fault. You're the star of the team. It's always your yeah. fault. Yeah. The success is always because of you, and the bad is because of a, you as well. He got a system that fits his talents, and look what he has maximized. That's, why, I'm, that's why he's an asterisk. No, I think they, so. Two two out of three years Western Conference Finals. You don't want to give him a, a slight eraser to the ass. We'll see how he does this year. The jury's right. out. Full disclosure: I'm, I'm a Harden fan. Let's there we go. <laughs> Lillard, star, superstar. Damian Lillard. Lillard, star. Okay. Gordon Hayward, star, superstar. Neither. Okay. He's a star to me. Okay. Carl Anthony Towns, star, superstar. Star. Star for me as well. Kemba Walker, star, superstar. Star. Star for me as well. John Wall. Burgeoning superstar. Okay, this I got is him his as, breakout year. Okay, I got him as a star. Demar Derozan, star. Eh, I got I him know. as a star as well. <laughs> he's the jury's out on him. Yeah, jury's out. Marcus Saul, star superstar. He's a star, but he's faded. Okay, all right. I hear you. I hear you. That was a bunch of the stars and superstars. I, I like your choices there. We are mostly agreement on yeah. most of them. Exactly. So, speaking of stars, oh. 
and superstars. But I wanted to ask you, I thought about all, I was thinking about this. Which star needs a change of scenery the most? When you think about stars today, there's a lot of stars I feel like may not be in the right situation. Right. They might be a great individual talent, but they're not always in the right situation. Might not be on the right team, mm -hmm. might not have the right coach, right. might not have the right teammates around them. True. So I actually have two choices of stars that I think need the biggest change of scenery change of scenery okay and i think you might be intrigued by my two choices i can't wait to hear this the first choice i have who needs a change of scenery is anthony davis oh i think anthony davis wait a minute <laughs> yes let me break it down i think anthony davis is a generational talent okay has the potential to be a generational talent Agreed. He's a four that can play a five, mm -hmm. that could play three, mm -hmm. that could play two, and could also could handle the ball if he wanted to like a one. He's special. He's a special talent, right? Mm -hmm. So because of that, I feel like the New Orleans Pelicans franchise hasn't put the proper pieces around him to succeed. Right. I feel like if he didn't have as much pressure on him to get all the points, to get all the rebounds, to get all the blocks, to check the best player, to Do also play help D. Help on the pick and roll defense. He got to flash out, then go back to the paint to defend the rim. He has to yeah. do everything. Yeah. I feel like if he didn't have all of that around him, I feel like it would have took his usage rate down. Mm -hmm. So when you take his usage rate down, he may not be injured as much he as he usually be. Exactly. He injures because his usage rate is high. He's like a modern T-Mac. Well, you knew what it was with T-Mac, but he never had a squad in Orlando. Exactly. T-Mac was someone else who was also overused yes. that may have contributed to his injury. Absolutely. So Anthony Davis, I believe, if he went to a team, I believe Anthony Davis is still a star uh -huh. right now who can be a superstar under another veteran aging superstar talent let's say for instance he was paired with a cp3 or paired with a even i'll go as far as a d wade if you paid him to if you give him a, 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 a older superstar who can teach him how to be the man the man the leader of men yes i think that's all he needs he never had a veteran around him to show him as Charles Barkley used to say, he used to have uh, Julius Irvin around True. him, Moses Malone around him, True. people who showed him how to be a man, how to lead men, which caused him to be a superstar talent when he left. So True. I feel he needs a change of scenery. The other person that I feel needs a change of scenery is Steph Curry. What? Think about that. Are you trying to upset people with this episode? Why man? I believe <laughs> Steph Curry needs I a change of scenery. Chair, man. Exactly. What's going on? Steph Curry, why I think he needs a change of scenery is because, mostly because of the arrival of Kevin Durant. I wow. think with the arrival of Kevin Durant, it's taken his box office down a little bit. I've taken his box office down. It's taken his usage rate down. I think he's not being appreciated as much of being a generational talent True. because he's not getting those same touches as he used to be. Think about if Steph Curry outside of his contract this summer. Think about if he wants to go to his hometown. Think about him going to the Charlotte Hornets. True. Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. They have the cap space. Del Curry, his Something father, is a broadcaster. He's been linked to the Charlotte Hornets. I think if Steph Curry was to leave this year and go to the Charlotte Hornets, that's a team that he can truly cement his status as one of the greats. If he can take a team like that to the playoffs, the conference finals, the East is weak. True. 
a player like Steph transitioning over to the East, that's a seismic shift. That completely the, tips the scales tips of the, the East scale. and the West. And think about it. The Warriors can't be that mad. You still have KD. You still have another generational KD, talent. Clay, you got Clay locked up. You got Draymond locked up. KD and Draymond are boys. Not necessarily Steph. Steph oh. could easily leave. Steph did what he had, what he needs to do in Golden State. He wanted Chip. What else does he need to do? You know He's what? not the star anymore. You're right in a certain degree. Think the, about it. The idea of Steph Curry has changed. You know what I mean? It's like a year ago, all we did was see Steph, 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 Steph. Now it's like we kind of forget about Steph. Remember, I was talking about it a couple of weeks ago in Carson. I call it how I see it. The dude dropped 36, 6, and 5, 35, 6, and 5. And all they did was show KD highlights. Like, Steph wasn't even there. Exactly. So the idea of Steph, the narrative surrounding Steph is completely non-existent. He's just a guy right now. You gotta check for Steph to find Steph now, as opposed to just Steph. knowing where Steph is at all times. And time. it's affecting his game. But when even look with at all it, I said, I don't know about all of that. Think about <laughs> Steph doesn't have the scare factor as much this year. True. When you think about the Warriors, I if I was an opposing coach, I'm game planning for Kevin Durant more. Uh, yeah, six eleven. My my issue with Steph being an asterisk next to his superstar setting is because. I don't, I don't feel like yet he fully makes his teammates better. I think he makes his teammates better in the way that his presence right. makes his teammates better better because you have to guard Steph as soon as he hits the half-court line. True. So he extends the defense. Schematically, he makes his teammates better. Exactly, but I don't think he necessarily makes his teammates better as in he's a great distributor. True. He's not a great distributor. His decision-making in the fourth quarter has been very questionable. I'm still salty behind that behind-the-back pass he tried in Game 7 of the it's Finals It's a little too fancy year. from time to time. Unnecessarily. Exactly. Exactly. So think about it. Maybe. I think he needs a change of scenery to get back to the Steph that ESPN vaulted as the same status as LeBron. LeBron. LeBron laughed at that. That was disrespectful. That's so disrespectful. I think. How dare you? I think. How dare in, you? And watching him play the game, he just doesn't look the same to me, man. From this the year. time he got hurt in Houston, even through the rest of the playoffs, with the exception of a couple of flashes, he looks off. You, you, you we, we used to joke. He doesn't have the same confidence. He already had the worst ankles in NBA history. Now you had you had a knee to that. Exactly. Maybe he's just not there anymore physically and you're not reporting it because something is just not right the pizzazz the pep in his step the swag is completely gone it's gone it's gone he's not pulling from half this year he like can't. he used to I don't to. think he can mm. I do think it's agree? more to the story do you agree with me with Anthony Davis and Steph Curry I no. think it's something to discuss. I okay. can't completely write it off. Based on the arguments that you've presented, I, I, I smell what you're stepping in. Okay. I don't necessarily agree, but I can okay. see where you're going with it. It's just food for thought. Absolutely. Food for we thought. could be back here in July talking on the show, free agency period, and Steph could be exactly. a Charlotte Hornet. Exactly. For the Never same know. reasons you mentioned. Is there any stars that you think need to change the scenery? I, I'm going to stay in New Orleans. Okay. I, I don't think Boogie should have been there in the first place. I agree with you there. I think Boogie Cousins needs to change his... I think L.A. was always the destination for him. I think he needs to go to L.A. I think there's enough OGs in L.A. who give him the type of game he needs from a Worthy, from a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, from a Kobe, from a Magic Johnson. There's a lot of OGs that, that need to That might be good for his psyche exactly. as well. Exactly. Luke Walton is a player's coach. You got a lot of young punks over there uh, 
D'Angelo Russell, Brandon Ingram. <laughs> I know you. I know you hate uh, Julius Randle. I can't you stand off with his head. No, I wasn't even gonna mention him. <laughs> off with his He's head. He's gonna be part of the package to send him to get Boogie Cousins. You know what I'm saying? But I just feel as though he shouldn't have been there to begin with. I, I, I like the idea of a Twin Tower situation, but I truly believe that what they want to do on the basketball court counteracts one another. They do mm. the same things. So you think this is a bad pairing? Bad pairing. And I don't think Alvin Gentry is a good enough coach to make, get the best out of them. He's not Phil Jackson. He's not Greg Popovich. He's not Steve Kerr. He's not Mike D'Antoni. He's not an accomplished coach. He's not an accomplished. He's a coach who took D'Antoni's system and made it work after D'Antoni left with Steve Nash. He's never had a moment on his own. You know? I think another guy, and we spoke about it on the last episode, who desperately needs to get out of town is Carmelo Anthony. Oh my God. I mean, I was trying to refrain from that. I'm going to bring it up. Thank you. You know, Melo in New York has not worked with the exception of a season and maybe a quarter. Yeah. Melo, in his bad decision making, wants to hold on and fight Phil Jackson. When in all actuality, the best thing that can happen for him is to get out of New York and go anywhere else. Go where? He should have went to Chicago a couple of years ago. But as we said, we're going to rehash it right now. You put him with the point guard in, in L.A. You put him with Blake Griff. You put him with DeAndre. You put Anything's him, possible. You put him with, he might not be the greatest in terms of schemes, but in leadership and leading men. Who, who else would you want to play for than Doc Rivers? Ah. Doc Rivers will get you to get ready to play. You have two leaders of men. Yes. And Melo's an OG in his own right. So he doesn't need much motivation. And then think about it. He'll have a distinct, specific role, role on the Clippers. Melo as a buckets. gunner is the most dangerous gunner in the NBA. That's all I need you to do. Post get up. Buckets. Get in the box. Play the three. Get him in the post. When you get those threes, what do you do? Right now, we and when you think about chicken. it, that's barbecue how, chicken for any three. You see how KD flourished in a situation where he's not asked to be the man. Exactly. Same thing for Melo. His efficiency Mello. rating will Where's go up. Where's the double team going to come from? You cannot afford to double team when you have those guys on the floor. And then you add at least one 3 and D guy on the floor with them that for more spacing. CP can shoot the three, but if you get a two guard who's a marksman, you already have my man from Duke on the court, uh, JJ Redick. Exactly. Yes. The team is set. Exactly. So those two guys for me need to get out of town because they, they need some situations where they can flourish. Not because they're bad guys, but they're not going to flourish where they are. I 100% agree. And the NBA will benefit from them being in proper situations. Hell yeah. Most definitely. Definitely. So I agree with you there, my man. Uh, so now, well, that was a nice, interesting discussion, actually. Definitely. Star or superstar. You, you got me stooned on this Steph thing now. Now, yes. now I'm gonna be watching free think agency. About, I want people. I want people to think about the, your definition of a star, superstar. Who you think needs to change team with star? Because I know like, if Steph moves, you're gonna be texting me as soon as the news hits. I told you. Listen, <laughs> listen, man. I, you heard it here yeah. on the Both the Rim podcast. You heard it here. So now we're gonna get into our weekly crossover mm-hmm. segment. This is not the most game, dangerous segment in podcast going right now. You really try to get people caught up with these player comps, man. Listen, people love this crossover segment, man. They love the comparisons that I'm giving. So if you're I not familiar. I driving home from work yeah. arguing with y'all last episode about <laughs> y'all picks. <laughs> they like, were nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So for every week, for those of you who don't know, the crossover segment, I will be throwing out player comparisons. You act as a GM. And you tell me who you would take out of the two in their prom. So the guest doesn't know these choices. 
they're all strategically picked by me. And I want their honest opinions of each. So, of course, every week I got some interesting ones. So, I'm going to blow your mind with these again. Come on. Don't, you, you, you know what you did to me the last time. I was exactly. very uncomfortable making exactly. my picks. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, so, I'm going to go ahead first. I got my man, the point guard, Chris Paul, CP3, or John Stockton. Come on. Who would you choose in their primes? Chris Paul. 18.7 points per game, <laughs> four rebounds, 9.9 assists. I'm going to give him 10 assists. Okay, yeah. Two steals a game, 47% from the floor, nine-time All-Star, four-time All-NBA, six-time All-Defense, four-time Assist Champion, six-time Steals Champion, John Stockton. 13 points per game. 2.7 rebounds, 10.5 assists, 2 steals, 10-time All-Star, 2-time All-NBA, 9-time assist leader, 2-time steals champion. You got the point guard uh, or you got John Stockton in their prime? Oh, man. You got <laughs> Is it a tough choice? Is, is, is push an option? Do I have to pick one? <laughs> gotta pick one. It's a um, crossover, baby. Oh, man. You know what? I'm thinking about their situations. As talents, you could go. You can't go wrong. I, that's you the point. You wrong. can't go wrong with either. Who would you choose in their prime? You're a GM right now. You got Stockton in the prime. You got CP3 in their prime. Both orchestrators. Both uh, quintessential point guards. I'm going to go John Stockton. Oh. Okay, you got John, John Stockton. Stockton can space the floor better. He provide, you know what? The point guard, your man's, he's really good at what he does. But I believe, and we've seen Stockton do a lot of the same things that the point guard did, but then you add that marksman jump shot and the mastery of the pick and roll. I think I could sleep good at night with John Stockton. And he used to play the passing lanes. Can't forget the passing lanes with John Stockton. Right. I'm going to go John Stockton, and I'm going to hate myself a little bit for making that pick. <laughs> John, remember, John Stockton is number one in assists all yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Now you know I'm gonna go with CP3. Of course you would. I gotta go with CP3. I think CP3 is a better offensive talent than John Stockton. Okay. I still think CP can get you 20, 225 if he really applied himself. Yeah. I don't think John Stockton could get you 20 to 25 if he wanted to. I think he had to get you maybe 20 off of the system, off of wide open shots. Okay. CP3 is a better isolation player. CP3, I think he's just as good as a ball distributor. Of course. Setting down. up his teammates. He's just as good in that way. And I think CP3 was a better leader than John Stockton. I think Carl Malone was the leader of that Utah Jazz team, not Stockton. I, I think they had they were co-leaders. They were co-leaders. You know? But let me let me hit you with something else. Okay. John Stockton, I think, is an all-time a steal. Excuse me, the all-time assist leader, right? Because of his durability and longevity. I saw, I read somewhere that he played 12 seasons of 82 games, right? Which is very rare. When you think of today, with the players resting, injuries, yeah. they don't have the longevity yeah. that John Stockton had. So GM just blazed. Don't you want a guy to play 82? Give you all those assists. 
feed your, your team to get it in a position to be successful? No. He might, but he still wants the more trans transcendent talent. talent. Okay. I want the talent that's going to propel all my other players to play better. I want the talent that I know I can trust. So you'll take 65 games of transcendent talent as opposed to 82 games of a possible system-based talent? Yes. Okay. Because how you build a team is through balance and through depth. And I feel like you should have a suitable backup mm. if you're a championship caliber team. I don't know, man. I, I just, you know what it is? Now, now because you're a CP3 fan, I got to once again adjust myself in this chair. And I don't believe that. It's up for debate. You know, when you look at CP3, when you go up against high-level teams, and there's a reason why he hasn't tasted the conference finals. Yeah. A lot of teams is not going to let your man get those mid-range jumpers off. I, on a high-level championship He can defense. be shut down at yes, times. but Stockton will stretch the floor, which makes it easier for the other four yeah, guys. John Stockton can't get his shot on his own at but all. But you can't leave him. Can't leave him open, you but that means you have to have another player who can draw a double team. Yeah. A la Carmelone, of but course. that's his role. I'd rather have the guy who you have to account for as opposed to a guy you sag off of in the playoffs when they want to pack Wait, so you're going to sag off a CP3? He's not daggering no threes like that, bro. CP3 is daggering threes. I don't know. I don't know, but he he has the ability to hit okay. threes. But John Stockton is Debatable. wet. He's wet from three-point land. I think you're overrating him on the three-point percentage. I've but seen him piss me off. I'm a right. Laker fan. Right. I've seen it happen. <laughs> you right. You know, but you right. know, part of me is it's a CP3 bash. I've been bashing him since Wake Forest. I respect his talents. Okay. He is a superstar, kind of purgatory situation. Okay. But I don't know. I feel like I have an easier time defending his teams as opposed to the Stockton-led teams okay. in the 80s and 90s. Okay, you That's got my it. argument. True. I'm a, but I, I got to kick him because that's your man. Okay, you're right. <laughs> Next, we got Kevin Love or, or C. Webb, Chris Webber. Kevin Love, 18 and a half points per game, 11 and a half rebounds, mm -hmm. two assists, one steal, 44% from the floor, one-time champ, four-time All-Star, one-time most improved, one-time rebounding champ. C. Webb, 20.7 points per game, mm -hmm. 9.10 rebounds, I'm going to give him, four assists, one block, one steal, 47% from the floor, five-time All-Star as opposed to a four, one-time All-NBA, one-time Rookie of the Year, also one-time Rebounding Champ. You got C-Web or you got Kevin Love? I appreciate you for this one because after you tried to take my life with the last choice, this is a relatively easy one. I'm going C-Web and I'm oh. going to sleep real good at night. I'm going to sleep real good. We in unison on that C-Web was a beast and I feel like he got unappreciated because of unappreciated. moments. Unappreciated. He made a lot of bad moments. He had a lot of bad moments that got overblown. We know the Fab Five moment. Where he called a timeout where he didn't have any timeouts. Exactly. And he still hasn't lived that down. Exactly. It's not his fault he had to deal with the Shaq and Kobe Lakers. Because mm -hmm. you can't tell me if the Lakers didn't exist, Sacramento wouldn't have won the chip. Exactly. That man, when he was right, at the powerful position, there's not many dudes who could have dealt with him. Yeah. And, and, and it, you know, maybe Tim Duncan and uh, uh, Kevin Garnett got more accolades, more pub. But when they got on the floor... C-Webb was a beast. C-Webb in a high post was unstoppable. C-Webb in a high post? Unstoppable. Unstoppable. And, he, and he'll tell you that if you ask him. He, he was a triple threat. Like, you, you, you heard his numbers. 20, 10, and 4. Exactly. And, and, and 
those four assists were very critical. He used critical. to create for Pedro Stojakovic needs to give that man part of his pension. Exactly. Because he, he got him off a couple of times. Mike Bibby as well. Mike Bibby as well. Bobby Jackson. Bobby Jackson. Vladdy Diva. Vladdy Diva. Doug Christie. Doug Christie. Oh, those guys were not big time guys. And exactly. when you put this, see Webbers, we were talking about superstar talent and transcendent talent. His ability to play the game was transcendent. And he doesn't get the respect he deserves. 100% right. Transcendent, Transcendent talent. Transcendent talent. So I got CP3, um, excuse me, C there Web. You go, your man. <laughs> <laughs> I got C Web as well. The next one is a little more tougher. Mm -hmm. I got the mailman, Carl Malone. Oh. Or Sir Charles, Charles Barkley. Oh, can I leave right now? Uh, Come on, man. Carl Malone. 25 points per game, mm -hmm. 10 rebounds, three and a half assists, one steal, 51% from the floor, two-time regular season MVP, 14-time NBA All-Star, 11-time All-NBA, three-time mm -hmm. All-Defense, Sir Charles, 22 points per game, 11.7 rebounds, a little higher, 3.9 assists, even, one steal, even. 54% from the floor, one-time MVP, 11-time All-Star, five-time All-NBA, one-time rebounding champ. You got Sir Charles or you got the mailman? Who you got? Uh, uh. <laughs> um, I'm going to go Sir Charles. Sir Charles. I'm going to go Sir Charles. They have similar resumes. Very similar resumes. At the peak of their powers. Same era. Same era. But I think that Charles Barkley's basketball playing ability was higher pitched than a Carmelo. Carmelo had his game. He was a beast. That fadeaway to pick and roll game with Stockton. Low block. Low block. Beast, mid-range beast. Right now we call that barbecue chicken. Barbecue chicken and a low considering block. Considering that Charles Barkley was an undersized 6'4 power forward with athletic ability that doesn't get spoken about a lot of the time. 6'6, six, 6'7. Six, six, Allegedly. Allegedly. You know, I think that he was that guy. And I think if you ask a lot of people in basketball circles, they'll say Charles Barkley because he could step out and hit the three. He could body you up. And when he was younger, he had the athleticism. He was a monster. So I'm going to go with him. The original no, Chubbs. The original Chubbs. I'm going to go with him. It's no slight against Carl Malone, but I'm going to go. I think if I was picking a team, and I'm, this is about being a GM. You're the GM. I think Charles Barkley is the guy I want. Okay. That's the don't, guy Don't forget I want. that Carl Malone is the number two scorer all time. Hey, he put the work in. There's no slight against him. But we talking about building a squad. I think that you prime Charles Barkley, you can't do nothing with him more so than than Carl Malone. Y'all, I'm gonna have to agree There's, with oh, you, my brother. Disagree with me. No, I'm gonna have to <laughs> agree with you here. My man, I'm a big time Sir okay, Charles fan. Okay. I think the difference between Carl Malone and Charles Barkley is Charles Barkley. Two things I think that put him over the top. What's Charles that? Barkley is a power forward who can get the rebound yes. and take it full Push court. The f yes. I think that's the number one thing that puts him over the edge. Number two, if Charles wanted to, he can step back and hit a three if he wanted to. Think about the 93 you know, finals. Charles was like a little bit of LeBron before LeBron. Exactly. Yeah.
he was a Bron, a little more chubbier. Yeah. A little more chubbron. I think, I think Blake Griffin has the potential to be oh, a Charles Barkley cold. type. Cook Only because he's a multi-dimensional forward who can take the ball full court as well. I think Charles Barkley was a transcendent talent, though. Come on, son. No? I'm disrespectful? <laughs> just so disrespectful. I'm being disrespectful to Chuck? Yeah. Okay. Hey, man. Hey, listen. Anything's possible. You're right. You're right. You're right. He got the, he got the talent. To you know what it. I respect about you? You are a true Clipper fan. <laughs> and you wave your Clipper flag, and you're not ashamed of it. Clip City, Chip City. Chip City. <laughs> no, but I honestly, though, I really do think I would rather take Charles in his prime. I think Charles... Was a better player. I know. See, I picked both of them because neither one of them won a championship. So you right. can't put rings into the equation. Completely out of the equation. It's straight off talent, straight off production. And right. I think Karl Malone overall had better teams than Charles Barkley, which is debatable. But I still think if they both of those teams ran into the Bulls, oh, so it was, was it hard for them to chicken? win. Exactly. So right now we call yeah. that barbecue chicken. Both of them <laughs> ran into that. So I actually give it to Chuck. I think Chuck. Is the better power forward. I'm not but gonna I, lie, you faked me out. I thought you were going Malone. No, I wasn't gonna go Malone. I like Malone, but I think I think Chuck had that little bit of a more of an it factor yeah. than Carl Malone. Carl Malone was 2010. I think he's a Zebo 2.0 type. 2010 guaranteed. I'm gonna buy you a bulletproof vest. This episode, there's gonna be a lot of people shooting at you. A lot of pushback, yeah. yeah. I mean, much better than Zebo. I'm not to compare. Right. But I'm just saying, as in a guaranteed. 2010, right. 28 and 11. Chuck, I think, might get you 40 and 15 if with five be. assists one night. Yeah. If he's feeling good. Yeah. With a couple threes. You never know. Some and assists. I think I like Charles's emotional aspect of Charles. True. He was a much better emotional leader. I think, I think he think if Charles his had stock, then they would have won a chip. Yeah. Think about it. That's that that might be true. I think it's all about the teamwork. True. It's all about who you had around you. True. So those are the three for a crossover segment. I gave you some good choices this Beautiful time. choices. I might never come back because these choices take years <laughs> off my life, man. Strategic choices, man. Yeah, so that's it for the crossover segment this week, man. So, once again, I want to thank Ray Jarvis. You're ready, From man. Car Sessions. Make sure y'all go check out Car Sessions Sports Report on Blog Talk, YouTube, Facebook, Facebook Live. Yep, yep. Make sure y'all checking them out. I appreciate you coming through for Thanks episode for six, me, man, for Above the Rim. You already know. I told you last episode we had such a good one, we had to run you back, Absolutely. Man. The remix. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I appreciate you coming again for the episode, man. So thanks again definitely, One more definitely. time And you will be back soon again For right. another episode I'm down man Exactly So that's Above the Rim Podcast This is the best NBA podcast going man Oh let the world know Let the world know Me and myself <laughs> If you haven't checked into this episode Or any other episode to, the, to date You are playing yourself Straight oh, like that You disrespectful so Don't play yourself Listen to the podcast listen. That's it Tell your man to listen Tell your friends, your friends, and your friends, and your friends, and your, and your pops who like sports. Everybody needs to listen to this episode, man. <laughs> Straight like that, and then keep playing them. Yes, sir. You could, I couldn't have said it any better. Promo. Exactly. <laughs> so that's the Above the Rim podcast, and we out.